welcome to episode two of Nothing Left to Make Sense of, the podcast with me, Ben, and my good friend, Alexis, where we pretty much just like to hear each other talk and agree on our opinions. <laughs> yes. Nice. See, disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do best. You are um, correct, Ben. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we're back with another episode, and I think we should just get right into our conversations. Um, which I want to start with a big congratulations to Alexis, who is a published author. Thank you. Thank you. I am feeling important and special. You should. Um, Yes, I got my graduate thesis, my master's thesis. I have two degrees, if anyone doesn't understand. Um, Two degrees, people. (laughs) I got it published over the weekend. It took two long years. Um, but I'm very excited, very blessed and happy. Um, I had to redo my presentation at work and that was draining because it's very personal. Um, and it just talks about like self-acceptance and like beauty and all this other stuff and everyone loved it. And it was, it was great. Yeah, like um, I'm, we have a, I have a new coworker, and she was said some very sweet things to me, and I was like, oh my gosh, I appreciate that. She's like, you took your history very traumatized, uh, traumatizing, and made it something like beautiful and something like to be proud of. And I was like, yes, girl, yes, you get it, you love get it. it. But yes, you got fans. <laughs> Two. Yes, <laughs> so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's my exciting news. But you want to talk about something that I'm very excited about. Um, what's that? Is that that I, my more boring news first? That I was on a trip to Seattle, and that's if anyone at well, we haven't update, we haven't uploaded <laughs> episode one, but there would have been a big gap between episode one and two because <laughs> I went out to Seattle with my fiance and had a wonderful trip, and I really liked that there. Have you been out? You well, you've been out to San Francisco, but have you been out to Seattle? I have not been to Seattle. Um, I feel like it would suit me though. Less fires, or maybe not. Maybe that, too soon. Too soon. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they have fires as well, unfortunately. Oh, but no. T- tell us about your trip. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear. Yeah. Well, I so I loved like there's a city with a lot going on, but then if you want to get out of all that mess, you can easily like be in a mountain in a big lake. And there's trees and water and nature all around you. So, like, just on any weekend, you could say, oh, I'm going to go take a hike and just be out in some beautiful uh, landscapes. So, I really vibed with it. It's, like, I feel like it doesn't quite have all the, like, yuppies of, like, Silicon Valley and, like, some of the people out on the West Coast that would probably annoy me. It's more, like, just kind of regular people <laughs> um, that kind of like that, that vibe, that outdoorsy vibe out there. Mm, okay, so now that I'm hearing this, I don't think I would like it. You don't. What did you think I'm you not, would like about it? You're not outdoorsy. I'm not outdoorsy. Mm. I mean, the city's like you can do stuff in the city that isn't outdoorsy. It's just so. Okay. I, I feel like definitely people move there that are outdoorsy because it's so accessible and it is mm-hmm. kind of like part of the culture. But I mean, it's a full-on city. Like the downtown area, it's like any other downtown area, and then it has a lot of different like neighborhoods that are more artsy and like low-key there's a campus area um so there's still a city there okay i just imagine it was like cool colored like this green hue mm, yes. like in twilight oh it's exactly like all the time i forgot twilight <laughs> it took place in seattle it's, it it's is twilight like all this the time blue green tint on everything Yes, it's exactly that. And it's just misty and everyone's glittering. That's what I imagine. Yeah, people glitter. People take their shirts off for no reason. Um, There's wolves. There's wolves. People are like 25 years old in high school and it's just normal. Why did we let them get away with that? They're so old looking. Yeah, it's horrible. Well, when I, when I was younger and saw it, I feel like I was like, oh, that's what high schoolers look like because I'm a, I'm a kid. But yeah. now you look at it and you're like, oh, this doesn't even kind of look good. <laughs> They're our age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's super creepy. Oh, my goodness. And you had, like, you hung out with a friend. Yes, I hung out with, uh, I saw two of my friends. I was, um, oh, nice. yeah. 
That's exciting. That's How it. was flying in uh, a pandemic? It was, so we did Delta and I don't know if they just yeah. had their stuff together, but it was actually like really nice because like everyone kept masks on the whole time and you were split up by rows. So like nobody was around me and even waiting for the plane, like it was actually better to not have anyone near me and be able to just like <laughs> get the traveling part done with. And like they, they brought out hand sanitizer wipes and little pre-bagged snacks and stuff. So, I mean, it's pretty much an easy flight process. Not bad at all. Nice. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll do I... more trips out there too. Yeah. When I go back, um, maybe I'll crash. Yes. We could, you could meet us up. Um, when you go back and then if I do another trip, you can just like drive up or fly up and meet us out there. Yeah. And we won't do too many outdoorsy things. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm down for like the experience, but lifestyle, no, thank you. Mm, I think that's fair. I've never, for as much as I'm talking about outdoorsy, like I've never camped like in an actual tent or anything. So yeah, I'm but not. But you have like gear. I have like hiking gear. Yeah. Yes. Is hiking just walking, but climbing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the whole thing some people run well like they run up and down the mountain and i don't get that at all are they running from something no 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 like what? <laughs> from their own insecurities probably <laughs> uh, like what are you trying to prove <laughs> right like listen i'm barely walking up this thing and you're running by me <laughs> but cool uh, right congrats yeah <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, we can move on to the more exciting news, which I know you really want to talk about, <laughs> and that is Mulan, which neither of us have seen, but no. pretty clear from everything we have looked up about it that it is horrible. Yes, and I like after watching all of the confirmation from what I already knew from not seeing this movie, mm -hmm. was that it was this one scene that was so important to all of us when we were younger was when she decided like, I'm going to war, you know, she cut her hair. And even me and my sister had a conversation about how like you knew she that didn't happen in the movie because she's fighting with all this long hair, but that was like such a pivotal point. Yeah. And they just like ignored it. Yeah, it was, I don't know if they thought like, cause they've gotten, <laughs> Disney's gotten a lot of criticism for just remaking the exact same movie, but it's live action now. And maybe they were like, oh, we'll change it and people will be happy but I feel like they just changed all the wrong things and completely yeah. ruined the story. Which honestly they kind of do with everything. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> like even the cartoons are like a ruined version of the real story. Yeah. They're all based off of other stories and they are never very accurate to the story. But so like my favorite part about me knowing this was going to be bad and then everyone confirming it, is that a i was right mm -hmm, of course but... <laughs> the best thing on this podcast <laughs> right i'm right um but no it was just like oh i guess i'm not happy that it was bad because i feel bad for like the actress and how much money they spent but it just was like it didn't look good like just from cutting that one scene you took so much out mm -hmm. of the movie like her hair needed to be short she needed to be trying hard and from what i spoilers i don't know if anyone's oh, watching yeah. spoilers. Want. <laughs> But from what I've seen, it was like she was kind of like a chosen one, That's she type too. situation instead of like her working hard. Because that was also a main theme in the first meeting or movie, which was like, if you work for it, you can achieve your goals. But it was just like she just was great from the get go, which isn't fun to watch. Right. Yeah. Like for her to or be the chosen inspiring one. inspiring anyway. No, yeah. exactly. And like she was already like a fighter as a child. And so there wasn't the whole thing of like her trying to find her way and like trying to learn how to be a warrior and like kind of becoming really comfortable in that role. And so I think it even takes away like right off the bat, it takes away the, the whatever good merit the original cartoon version had for like breaking down gender roles. Um, which I don't know if it even, I think it still had its problems. I mean, it was a movie from what, like the nineties. So I'm sure it still mm -hmm. had its problems, but I feel like now in 2020, you take that away even more because you're like, oh, well, this is a girl, but she already was doing like the warrior stuff. And that's just like what she does. And yeah. And I think to that point, they also want to take the rom the romanticism out of it as well. So there was no love story. Yeah. So what are you watching? Which was it's like, 
people fighting in like pe- like accurate period piece clothing <laughs> but not accurately but not fighting. Accurate. <laughs> but, but really it isn't because <laughs> they're just like flying and stuff which yeah maybe they were flying back then i don't know but i don't really think we weren't can, like run up walls yes <laughs> We were not there, and I don't even know what century that Mulan is from. Correct. I don't either. <laughs> we didn't even care enough to look up. We can look it up century. right now. Mulan century. <laughs> we have Google. Um, fourth to sixth century AD. Is that right? That's what Wikipedia says. Oh. And, and you know, oh wow! Okay, go real long time ago. Yeah. Well, that might be the original story, not when the movie happens. The movie was like during like the Huns, the first movie. And I'm gonna take an L on that because I don't know who they are. Um, that's like Attila the Hun. He um, it's like the uh, Mongolian like army. Oh my gosh, we sound like we don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Originated in Kazakhstan. Okay, good work prior to the fourth century so i think it's still fourth century okay so we'll just go with that yeah so were they flying in the fourth century we will never know they probably were if yeah if, if, at any point yeah if like the world is going correctly we are regressing as a society for sure yes very true so we probably were flying then and now we're i don't know what we're things doing are, things are getting worse Yes. <laughs> As evident by the movie. Um, yes. <laughs> okay. Other thoughts about the movie that I have. Um, so I didn't they like it was on Disney Plus, which you have to pay for. But then because it couldn't come out in theaters because of COVID, they were like, and you have to pay like 30 bucks or something to watch it now. And like, it'll be free later. Right. It wasn't going to be free for anyone. It was going to be, they had like premiere access because I have, or someone near me has Disney Plus. I don't support Disney Good. audience. Um, <laughs> just so we know. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. Yes. And, <laughs> so, yes, it wasn't free. Um, Which, again, back to your point, like I get that people who made this movie need to be like paid and that involves the movie making money. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like 30 bucks seems so steep. And when it's a movie that I'm all... But think about it. Yeah, go ahead. It's not really. Because like when they released um, Trolls, they made them... Re- Every time you wanted to see it, you had to pay nineteen ninety nine. Oh, what? But when with for with Mulan, if you pay that fee, you get to see it however many times you want. Oh, so you're basically owning it in a sense. Like... Right. And like movies are expensive so if, like you're taking your whole family it would be way more than 30 dollars. that's true so that way so like they're being nice in that but the trolls movie they were like no we're gonna get you you're gonna pay yeah. 20 dollars every time your kid wants to watch this which will be often that does suck yes <laughs> okay that's much worse i okay i'll cut them some slack then but i will say mm-hmm. maybe it's because i wasn't excited to watch the movie so when given the choice of like eventually this will be free or I just won't even watch it. I'm not going to pay 30 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't It doesn't look good. Like, maybe partially because I'm not, like, an action movie person. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look good. There was no talking dragon. Like, took the heart and soul out of it. Right. Then they took out the, like, lessons. <laughs> yeah. And they they just left fighting and, like, hair. I don't know. I'm just stuck on the hair. The, the cutting of the hair part is like so powerful and they just skipped it yeah and that's like a um i guess i don't know for sure for mulan but i know just in general in like a lot of asian cultures that's like a very symbolic gesture to like cut your hair like that um mm. in so in, in avatar the last airbender which is my favorite show of all time um mm. <laughs> spoiler for that one of the characters is a prince who gets like banished and when it comes a moment that he's like officially like um, gone against the royal family, he like chops off his um, his like high ponytail thing that he had, which is like a symbol of like he's no longer part of the royal family. He's like a deserter, um, and so I, it's not the same connotations in Mulan. Like mm-hmm. She's not really deserting the family in that sense, but so I just mm-hmm. think it is a powerful gesture. And you're right to like just cut it out of the movie. It doesn't make sense. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm like, who was in the room? You know? There's a bunch of white people that thought they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I did. Did you watch, um, what is that channel? Let me explain. Do you watch Yeah, that? I do watch that. Did you watch his Mulan? I have not yet. Okay. I've watched another, um, an Asian girl on YouTube. Just, it's like 30 minutes of her going over every like cultural inaccuracy with the movie and that she tears it apart. It's great. I'll send you that. <laughs> well, I w- I'll watch that, but you should watch his too. Cause he yes. talks about how involved China is mm. in American um, movies and like Hollywood now because they oh, have yeah. such a big audience and how China played such a big role in how this movie was made and how actually a lot of movies are made. And it's kind of like kind of scary. scary. Oh yeah. yeah. Very scary. Yeah. So you should, I want to hear your thoughts on that. We I can, will watch um, it. Table that. Okay. <clears throat> I was going to bring that up though. Cause I know people have had issues with for sure. One of the main actress, and I think maybe like some other people tied to the movie who have kind of like spoken up about, they agree with the Chinese government and not the protesters in Hong Kong, which I think was probably at least partially forced like you're not going to really yeah go and be living in china and be like a big actress and say i don't think the government's right and like find out what happens it's not a good look um so people should probably take that into account but it just gives a whole like bad vibe to the movie when you know that the chinese government is very directly involved yeah no i think yeah people need to understand like government conspiracy and stuff isn't really a conspiracy it's very real and they're like very dangerous and powerful yeah exactly i've been listening to podcasts about dictatorships mm. so i'm like i'm deep in all this nonsense <laughs> like i'm low-key scared of everything that's happening <laughs> yeah that's interesting stuff though yeah we'll have to have i was gonna say yeah we should i should like send you a link it's actually really interesting yeah, it's going to make me paranoid and, and scared, too. But I feel like we should be paranoid. We should, we should have some skepticism. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't want to get into it, but this was be fun. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, be a little scared, everybody. <laughs> yeah, at all times. <laughs> all right, moving right They're along. They're watching. <laughs> okay, so time for a heavy yeah yeah you know what that is a good transition that we should just go right into the more serious topics um i'll start with one that i think maybe won't be as long of a discussion so we can get through it quick and see where we're at and that Mm -hmm. is gender reveal parties because as most people probably know the cause of um, at least one of the big fires uh out in california was a gender reveal party which is just a really unfortunate and stupid thing. I guess, yeah. how do you feel about gender reveal parties? Oh, I feel <laughs> a lot of things about them. Mm, let's hear. <laughs> so first off, like, I think it's really funny that everyone's like, you're just revealing like the sexual organs of your child, which is hundred percent accurate. Yes. Um, which is also a weird thing to celebrate when you think about it, but maybe they were just, um, you know, I think it's also just an excuse to get more gifts because we're all about consumerism and yes. vanity. And it's like, I'm, you know, you're pregnant, you have your baby shower, you have all these other parties. And like on top of that, oh, I need another party to tell you what I'm having because of course you care out of the two choices. Yeah. No, I'm with you so um, far, 100%. Yeah. But personally... Whenever, like, someone asks me, would I have one, I would always say, like, yeah, but the cake or the Mm -hmm. powder or whatever would be black because I don't know what that baby wants to identify as. I'm so glad you said it. And it really doesn't, like, what does blue represent? I don't, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's so irritating. Ginger's a construct. Yes, Um, yes. Everything is a construct. It is. We make up so much crap. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like... What are we putting on this newborn or, like, unborn baby? Yeah. Well, I mean, for like, the party is not for the baby at all, obviously. It's for the parents. Nothing until you're, like, 10 is for the kid. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So, first of all, clearly we know who this party is being thrown for. And, like you said, they're getting gifts out of it. 
Um, mm -hmm. Now, something you kind of brought up was like, it's their baby. So they're the only ones who really care anyway about like finding out what the like organ, sex organ of the baby will be. Like, I'll be happy for someone having a baby, but I don't, to me, I don't think it really matters if they're going to have a, a, like a boy or a girl. Yeah. Like what? So why do I care? <laughs> like why? What why do this I big get out show? of this? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. And then I'm really glad you said it too, because yeah, it, it is like, why are we setting up like, oh, it's going to be a boy or a girl. And that's going to like, as soon as that balloon gets popped or whatever, the explosion or whatever goes off. The parents are like, oh, so we already should start buying all the pink clothes and the dolls and like forcing this unborn child yeah. that they're going to be, they're a girl. So they're going to do all these girly things and like pink or blue. It's like, you don't have any idea what this kid is going to conform as or they're like not conform as or choose to be like, it's weird that you're already setting that up as yeah. a thing. Um, we do a lot of weird things to babies. We do. Just like on off topic but i really hate when we like sexualize um children and a lot of people have like issues with this new like um netflix movie cuties, cuties. but i'm oh like you guys do this to babies all the time like take a picture of two kids and be like boyfriend girlfriend no they're children they don't even know what they're looking at or like make babies kiss each other or like yeah. have babies wear stuff that says like ladies man yeah I, and it's just I was like it's so gross i'm like he's a baby can we let him not be led by his sexual organs for five minutes like yeah. it's disgusting i feel sorry for babies yeah no totally <laughs> i hate the shirts that are like this like basically the joke on the shirt is that the baby is flirting with like grown adults or people and i'm like what who is that for it's such a weird thing <laughs> it's so gross yeah <laughs> but then these, all these people want to be like protect the children yada yada i'm like but you guys are the gross ones like right that's just people are, are such hypocrites like that straight people are nasty i agree as unfortunately a straight person <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Same. I'm also straight, but like you've never, I've never seen a baby that says like man's man. Everybody, you know, or like girl's girl. Like it's just yeah. like, it's like heteronormative, like ideals being pushed on babies. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's and same with weird. like the gender reveal, same with being like, this is a, what a boy does and this is what a girl does. Yeah. Yeah. Trash. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, gender reveals in general, we are not a fan of. And so then this one that set an entire, like, thousands, hundreds of thousands of acres on fire, um, I think we're really not a fan of. And that goes back to, like, what is this big show that it can't just be, like, a balloon pop or a slice of cake cut open that you're like, we're going to do a whole explosion in, like, a dry area in the woods, and that's a perfectly good idea. Now, so... Can you educate me? Because I don't really understand. So was it like a powder? Like one of those pop things? Because you know, like cornstarch and stuff like that is highly flammable. So that's what I'm confused of. I don't really think it was like sparklers or anything. Right. I'm thinking it's one of those like puffs, right? So here's what I've learned. And I'm going to Google it as I'm talking. But there is something called like a gender reveal boom box that you can mm -hmm. buy and it uses something, a substance called Tannerite, which is very flammable. So these are like the big powder bags that you like set off and they really pop with a bunch of smoke and powder. Um, mm. And so anyone can just buy these, but they're like highly flammable. Um, and maybe like if you just released the powder, it'd be okay. But when you have any sort of like spark in the explosion or like to set off the thing that um, that makes the powder go off in the air, like... If that spark then catches on all the dry grass around you, like that's where you have the issue. Mm, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so this also goes back to like just America, because I think gender reveals are a very American thing and they're fairly recent. And uh, I looked up a little bit of the history. All I know is that the woman who like first did a gender reveal party, she had had multiple miscarriages and had never learned the sex of the baby. So this was for her to like celebrate the fact that they actually got to the point where they can know the gender. Um, mm. But oh, she's later sweet. come out. Yeah, that's, that's really nice. And like a totally innocuous, like, like fun thing to do. 
still weird but sweet still weird but you know (laughs) so then she um later has like come out and said she is not for gender reveals because the way what i read and i don't have a source for this but her child ended up being like non-conforming like Um, non-binary so and i think she also was like never wanted gender reveal parties to get to this point like she just did this as like her own celebration in her life and it spiraled way out of control yeah it is like i mean i guess it's like a fun gathering because maybe you can like bet on it which that's also a weird thing to say alexis <laughs> but like i don't know like We're, it's a 50 50 chance. It. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just like yeah i don't know but then always what gets me though is someone's always upset like were you like when you got pregnant were you like if i don't have a girl or if i don't have a boy i'm gonna like be mad at the human inside me like i don't get it yeah see this is exactly the podcast make it make sense nothing left to make sense of i don't <laughs> yeah, get like, the whole thing <laughs> i don't get it at all yeah oh yeah but if like i said if i did have one it would be something very like on brand mm. and the cake would be black and everyone would be highly upset with me because i'd be like it's none of your business. Yeah, and you wouldn't like, even reveal to... it. <laughs> yes, they'd have to like gather for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing was just for me to get some cake, and you all bought me presents, but you don't, you don't get anything. Right. Do better. Like yeah. I like scold them. <laughs> <laughs> I support all of this. <laughs> that would be so fun. Yeah, I would love to be oh there. My God. You will. Oh, Only if you. I'm at your wedding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> A whole other discussion. <laughs> you will. All right. So you also want to talk about um, what positions sports and or athletes have in society. Yes. Um, so I don't know where to even start with that, I guess, because I feel like there's been a lot in the past few years and like Trump seems to play into sports a lot because mm-hmm. his fan base is all about it. So I guess most recently, um, the two things I can think of is the NBA playoffs. Um, yeah. They decided to uh, boycott some of the games um, to protest uh, for Jacob Blake being shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And so the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucks from Wisconsin were the first team to do it, but um, all teams were on board. And then at the same time, Naomi Osaka, um, tennis player, said she wasn't going to play in her semifinal match um, as a boycott as well in a very predominantly white sport. And what was cool there is like the the tennis association or whoever um, basically were like, we need you to play like we want you to play. We will take a whole day off of all the matches in like um, honor of this if you'll come and play. And she realized like that was a stronger message than just her not playing. So she agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the U S open, which she won, I love Naomi Osaka. Shout out to her. Um, <laughs> she wore a mask with a different name of a black person that was shot and killed. Um, by I think all of them were by police. Um, but, uh, she wore a face mask with their name on it before every match. Um, well, no, she wore a Trayvon Martin. Okay. He wasn't shot by police. Yes. Correct. Thank you. Um, I was just trying to think of who else you wore. Yeah. But either way. So yeah. so that's the recent thing. But we've had, like, I think it was a few years ago when um, a news anchor on Fox News, I think, a, a white woman, I don't remember her name, told LeBron James. Ann Coulter? Ann Coulter, I think. Told LeBron James to yes. shut up and dribble. And it's like. The Wicked Witch of the <laughs> Fox. <laughs> yes, yes. So I guess my, oh, it was Laura Ingram. I Googled it. And culture oh. is also evil, but Laura Ingram is Yes, worse. okay. Inter- wait, wait, do they look the same? Uh, probably. Hold on a second. <laughs> They're the same person. Okay. Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, they're not. No, you've heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> evil Barbie 1 and 2. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so there's a little bit of background, but I guess what we're like making sense of is like, what position like you said so where where does sports fall in line and what kind of power do athletes have it's kind of like um we've talked about celebrities before and how people put them on a pedestal and i mean mm-hmm. athletes are similar to celebrities in some ways um but I'll, I'll let you go unless you want me to jump off with something on this discussion um you can jump off with something because i have a lot of like 
interesting thoughts on this. Okay. Um, one being that I think they have like the platform mm-hmm. to do it. Yes. And then you have like, so obviously they get visibility. Yes. But I don't know if they have a responsibility though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it their responsibility to mm. do it? But I don't know. The other thing that I almost forgot to mention too is going all the way back to Kaepernick uh, kneeling during the national anthem and what that sparked and uh, yeah, how that's played up even more like Trump being involved with all this athlete protests and such. So, so to your point though, because like what I'm thinking is like, did Kaepernick have a responsibility to do that? No, unless it was his own, like his belief of his own personal responsibilities was I need to stand up for this or, or kneel yeah. for this. Like I need to um, do something that speaks out and gets the conversation going. Um, so I think in most cases it is the athlete kind of deciding like I feel a personal responsibility to speak up. I think in Naomi's post she was like I'm a tennis player but I'm a black woman first and so like I mm-hmm. need to like speak as a black woman about this. Yeah. I think maybe my hesitation is I'm not big on sports. Mm. Not a fan. Like, it's not like their message wouldn't necessarily reach me. Gotcha. Um, But yeah, I think it was like noble. I will say that I don't feel like they boycotted because they didn't like. Mm, yeah. They still I would say they. Right. But they like, wouldn't it be more of like a strike or because like a boycott would be like. I guess they were stopping some people from getting money, but that would be like taking money out of or like actively doing something to stop another person mm, from like yeah. gaining something. So, and they were just like not doing their job. So that would mostly be like a strike, but semantics. Um, <laughs> I'll correct to the record. It was a strike. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think they were calling it a boycott, which is like, no, you weren't boycotting. You just said you weren't going to play the games. And then two days later you did. Right. But... Right. I don't know. I have a lot of strong feelings about it. <laughs> well, we can talk about them. I'm trying to, like, articulate them. Um, I think so. Like, on one hand, you have, like, the Michael Jordans of the world who are, like, mm-hmm. I'm about basketball. I'm not about anything else. Like, my job is to play a sport and entertain people. And Draymond Green, unfortunately, falls into that category. And then you have, like, the LeBron Jameses of the world and the Muhammad Ali's who use their position to, you know, be an activist and, like, bring mm-hmm. attention to misdeeds in the country. And you have Colin Kaepernick. And all the football players who, like, were doing something so simple and so, like, respectful. And then it turned into this whole thing and it was very, it was used to be very divisive. So it's like, I think, I think they can make a difference. I think it's important to do, but just unfortunately, I think in the administration we're in at the moment it's been used to be very like polarizing and divisive and it's unfortunately like not well received and i wish like honestly i wish they would just stop playing like i don't know what that looks like but like just the football game where they like held hands or like interlocked arms and everyone booed them like i wish they all just would have been like okay cool we're just not gonna play Right. Because like athletes are looked at as like, in my opinion, and this might not be great, but like cattle, like you're here to beat yourselves up to the bone till you can't do anything anymore for our entertainment. Almost like gladiators. Like Yeah, especially football. Yeah, like you're just kill yourselves and we cheer, you know? And it's like they don't even respect them as human beings. Right. So I don't know. I feel like there's a place for it, but then you can only go so far because they still end up playing. They still end up getting disrespected, but they're the ones who are providing this service to all these people who love it so much, but they don't even respect them as human beings. Right. That's where it comes in where they're just like, just shut up and like do your job. Like you're being paid a ton of money to throw a ball. And it's like, 
well, there's, I mean, there's a ton of risk involved in a lot of sports and like, it is their job, but like, they are also like in the case of what Naomi said, it's like, how do you expect someone to go out and perform at top level if they, like they're a human being in this country. So they are still affected by the news that comes out and what's going on in the country. So like, like I feel like you'd be really distracted trying to play a sport when you're thinking about like police brutality and mm-hmm. especially towards like uh, the black community. So, yeah, but I, think, I, I could say that for everyone though, too. Right. You know, for sure. Any job. I mean, and, but yeah. like, and sometimes I feel like, I guess athletes can take, like, be like, Oh, I, I can't play to, to max level. Like I need to sit out, but I feel like there is that stigma of like, all you're doing is playing a sport. Like you should feel lucky that you even get to play. Whereas a lot of people in like corporate America could like take a mental sick, like a mental health day or be like kind of checked out at work and be okay. But if you're a quarterback and you're kind of checked out, it's like, you can't really be out on the field during that. Yeah. Um, Not that that's like good or anything, just that's (laughs) kind of the situation of their job, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like they can do it, but I just don't think they have enough. Uh, um, power in their whatever industry because mm-hmm. like unfortunately like the people who own the teams and who have all the power aren't of color right exactly management and owners are all white and like that's the case with Kaepernick like he ended up not being on a team for a long period of time and like no one was going to take him because all the owners are white and don't want him. And like all the, most of the fans are white and they don't want, they think that he's disrespecting the flag when he's not. And it's like, we we don't have to get into that, (laughs) but you know, it's like, there's some, there's at least some level of risk involved in the athlete choosing to stand up and do that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if this is too heavy for our podcast, but I do want to ask you, well, Eh, we're here. I'm going to say it. What are your feelings about the flag? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, okay. I feel like I'm really not, like, I don't think I care that much about the flag, which is maybe a hot take or controversial, but it's but, like, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, I'm just going to agree, but I'm like, is it a hot take that you don't have mm. emotional connection to an inanimate object? Like, why would I? And I've even heard... <laughs> I've heard from veterans and like read about it online, like they aren't protecting the flag when they're fighting. It's like the people in the country they are fighting for. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. A flag is just an object. It has like certain symbolism and it can mean certain things, but it can Mm -hmm. also, that means it can also mean bad things. I mean, people, there are certainly very evil people that use the flag in a way to be like, look, I'm a proud American. And it's like, you're a horrible person. So, (laughs) and so, no, I I think like, yeah, it goes back to, we might've talked about this before. Like um, people who say, if you don't like it here, why don't you leave? And it's like, you should be able to criticize and try to improve your country. And like, just because I say something bad about the flag shouldn't mean that I am anti-American and like treat like a traitor. Um, right. Isn't that such an interesting concept? I thought, I don't know why I was thinking about that, but I think about when they say it to people who are like born here, like me, for instance, no one has said that to me though, not to my knowledge. Um, <clears throat> but it's like, where am I supposed to go? Like I'm from here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if we want to get into it, you brought me here, if we're being honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is not, I was not deciding to come here. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know, but we don't have to talk about that. But yeah, I think it's been pretty interesting to see how they're using their platform, especially because there's nothing else happening. And right. I will say this I didn't miss sports. I really didn't either. I was living my best life without it and now i'm not living my best life because it's back i will say and that might be a hot take but that is probably a hot take i I think like yeah i wasn't like missing it i will say that i'm a little like there are parts of it that i'm like oh that's cool that i can see that happening again but it's it wasn't a make or break for me (laughs) no it was i don't know like my with my boyfriend or whatever like 
football started, I was like, oh, this is the end, huh? And I said that to him. I was like, this is where we break up because football's on. <laughs> he just like looked at me like, shut up. And I'm just like, I hate it. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, football's maybe my least favorite sport that people care about. So yeah, I like, uh, I used to like college football and I could kind of get into like the atmosphere of like being at a college game and yeah it's a little less like evil because they're just student athletes <laughs> and it's not like the corporation and all the like racist donors and everything but yeah it's like about this issues too for sure but as i was just about to say oh, yeah. like the whole the whole thing of like everyone being so upset about college sports not being played is like you guys really only care about the athletes you don't care about the other kids on the on the campus right and it's showing you guys stop doing it we can tell like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man but yeah i don't know i think it's i think it's noble i mean i appreciate anybody who's willing to like put their livelihood on the line for like social justice yeah definitely do yeah. you think it leads to actual change or is it like most does it just make the white fans more angry anyway and um like is there a better way to do it than just like tweeting something as an athlete like what what do you think about that obviously we don't have the answer to that we're not athletes or the smartest people but um, we're also never <laughs> um, wrong so <laughs> <laughs> thank you mm -hmm. um i think like i'm thinking about like in the 60s and like all of those like symbolisms and like the the men at the Olympics, I should know their names and I will look that up as I talk. But I think about how powerful like those symbols and images are and how <clears throat> you have like, they rally people around them to make change. So I will say that, yes, I do think it makes a difference. Um, I think any, I think any conversation, any, action that makes someone think a little bit harder about their biases and their privilege in a way that's productive and not like immediately shut down i think is 100 percent worthwhile and i'm here for it that's yes. what i'll say agreed i totally agree and there is a lot of courage <laughs> in doing it and you'll always see the people like lashing out in anger more than the people that like stop and think about it and realize like where they've been wrong and try to change their opinions and their thinking. So yeah, I think it is worth it, even if it seems like it just causes more fights and issues. Yes. Um, and just for the record, their names were Tommy Smith and John Carlos at the 1968 Olympics. Yes. That's gang, gang. gang, gang. Um, <laughs> I had a poster of them in my college dorm and you know i made it back and it, it made its way back into my uh, parents house and my mom like claimed it and That's she's like husband. how did you get this <laughs> and i was just like what are you even talking about when did you buy that like yeah. why would you have it rolled up in the basement if it was yours and she's like this is mine like it was the weirdest conversation i've ever had like she was does she still have it it's hers now yeah but she was like very adamant that it was hers and i was like i literally bought that in the library like chill <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we'll buy you another one. Um, yeah. One day. I don't even know if like do we need pictures? Can I just download it? The internet maybe. Yeah, just take it to Kinko's. <laughs> Kinko's. Is that a place <laughs> anymore? Still have Kinko's? I don't think so. <laughs> Is Kinko's open? Why? I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> hey, I think FedEx that... owns Kinko's now. Oh yeah, they're just FedExes. Well you go. So yeah. Um, I want to tell a story um, and also just a big, you suck to FedEx, not okay. a fan. They stole my shoes. Um, <laughs> they stole my face mask. All this happened during quarantine. Like they're just garbage. Whoever has my stuff, I hope you're enjoying it because <laughs> I got it back for free because you took my stuff. Anyway. Well, then um, that's good because you both got something you needed and the only people that are They didn't need my shoes. Well, but I'm saying they got something out of it and the only people that took a loss was corporate America. 
Yes, the only people because I paid for those shoes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and shout out to shout out to Reebok because they were very nice about it because I had waited a long time because I obviously was in Michigan and not in California. Mm-hmm. And I got to California and I was like, my shoes said they were delivered and they're not here. And they were like, you know what? We're gonna send you a pair. And that was very nice of them. That so shout nice. out. I think his name was like Justin or something. He's Justin, very sweet. If you can get us a Reebok sponsorship, that would be dope. We're waiting yes. to hear from you. <laughs> I exclusively wear Reebok shoes um, or tennis <laughs> shoes anyway, uh, which is true. No, I don't. I've seen any... it. I've seen them. <laughs> Off topic, and this is not about story time, but now I have like four pair of white Reeboks. I was, literally, those are what I was picturing you wearing. <laughs> Classic, all white. Yes. Um, gum bottom and not gum bottom. Um Yes, killing the game. Dang, I forgot the story. It was uh, FedEx related? No, no, it it wasn't wasn't. FedEx related. It came up about Kinko's. (laughs) You were mad about something. I was just just upset. But I can't remember. We can move on. If I remember, I'll bring it up again. (laughs) (laughs) I got too caught up in FedEx. They suck. (laughs) They do suck. Sorry, now I'm, I'm thinking about getting some gum bottom shoes now. That's what I'm on in my head. We should have like a fashion segment. Ooh, absolutely. Because that's like my, your whole like thesis and life and studies. Low key. It is. And I just try that to keep up me... out here. Everyone, he can wear a hockey jersey like nobody's business. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that helps cement our friendship is that you loved my hockey jerseys. And I was like, I this do. girl making me feel so good. <laughs> it's what I like. It's a look I could never do, but I enjoy it. Like, that's my favorite thing about, like, fashion is, like, you can, like, like something that someone else can totally pull off, and you don't have to be, like, I want to wear it or, like, be jealous or, like, right. you know, envious in any way, because it's not for you. It's for Ben. Thank you. Yes. At some point, <laughs> so in high school, horrible fashion sense, and you and I might talk about this, but horrible yeah. fashion sense, but in college, for some unbeknownst reason, I got some level of, like, fashion confidence. I think it was because mm-hmm. I was shopping at Goodwill a ton, and like in college, you just wear like themed stuff to parties. But I got uh-huh. to the point in my head where I was like, I don't care what anyone's gonna think or say. Like, I know I can make anything look good if I feel good in it. And so yes. I started doing that, and I really liked it. And because I have to work in an office now, I've like toned that down a little bit. But sometimes, if there's like a party or, or I just am going out and wanna look a certain way, I still am like, I can wear like whatever I want. Like, anything that comes up as a trend or whatever, if I wanted to make mm-hmm. it look good, I could. And that's not me being, like, I look amazing. It's just, like, because I feel good and confident in my clothes, like, yes. I'm going to feel like I'm pulling this look off. And also, you do look amazing, but... Thank you, thank you. You, you don't have to say that. I can say that. Oh, appreciate it. <laughs> just, just because we're always right and humble. Yes, we are both at once, <laughs> which is incredible. And uh, <laughs> staying humble. You're so welcome. Humble. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, dang, I wish I could remember whatever I was about to say. I promise, um, audience, we will have an update on her story as soon as she remembers it. <laughs> but for now, we will move into our closing segment of recommendations. Yes. So I'll go because I forgot my story, but. I'm re-watching Hill House, The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Yes. So good. Even better the second time around because now you get to like see the little nuances and like yeah, all the ghosts Easter eggs. Yes. I'm like, it's really good. Those little kids are such good actors. Yes. They're the best part of the show. For oh sure. my God. They're so stinging cute and like. It's just great. Great writing. The new season, I think, uh, of the anthology is coming out next month. Maybe next October? Month for October? That would make sense. Yes. Let me look that up. It's called The Haunting of Blythe Manor, right? Blythe Manor. Yeah, yeah. Blythe. Blythe would have been better, just so everyone knows. But yeah, I'll send off. Netflix a letter. But go off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when is it coming? There's already a teaser for it. I think I watched it. Maybe I didn't. I think it's in October, like you said. I yeah, I watched the teaser too. It, I couldn't really figure anything out from the teaser. Yeah, and the internet just won't tell me. October 9th, I found it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, October 9th, twenty twenty. Yeah, so holiday. rewatching that. Oh yeah, and it's the same cast plus the guy you like, Raul 
Cooley? Cooley? Yeah, yeah, I really don't know like what his role is, but I really like that dude. I'm excited for him to have like a big time role, hopefully, or at least he'll be on some people's radar after this. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah. Anyway, really good. They have what did we decide it was called? I already forgot. Did a I long take. A long take. Episode six. It's called Two Storms. I just watched it. That's the only reason I know. And it's incredible, long takes, camera just moving around the actors, they're acting the whole time, might have been cuts, doesn't look like it. It's just beautiful to watch. I really like cinema. I, it just, it makes you feel like you're there. Yeah. You feel the tension. It's like a choreographed dance. It's just so beautiful. And my boyfriend heard my feelings and was like, this looks cheap. And I was just like, we were all what offended. did you say? <laughs> I like paused it. I paused it and we had like maybe a five minute conversation. He was very annoyed and I was also very annoyed. But I was just like, not today, sir. You're not going to shit on the best episode of the whole season. It's so good. It really is. It's so good. So like, if you care about horror films and TV shows, please watch. And if you don't, also watch because it's just a good story about a family and trauma and how it can affect you. Yeah, which for some reason, those are like my favorite horror movies because Hereditary is like that and mm -hmm. um, Midsummer is like that. Yeah, that's the name. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. It's like more about like the family trauma and like relationships, but there are like spooky things going on. Um, Hill House was Bam. so good. I remember, you had, what? No, go, go, go. Oh. But then I had something to say. Okay. Go, go I was going to say about that to piggyback off you that... Uh -huh. I remember watching that long take because we watched it together and mm -hmm. being like, this is incredible. Like at some point I realized like the camera has not cut. Like I hadn't seen it cut, but like kind of a, a spoiler for that episode. It's you're moving around this house, but you're also moving around periods in time because it's like mm -hmm. you'll you'll be in one, one character's shoes when they're an adult walking through the house and then they come around like the camera follows them around a corner and it's like entering the scene of them as a kid in that same room. And it's, Ugh. but like, it's incredible. So, yes. It's like, can't talk enough how great it is. It's like an ASMR video, but it's like, I don't know, it's like watching people cut through that weird shit on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> it's like yeah. soothing. It's so satisfying. It's so soothing. 100% would recommend, do recommend. Um, I did want to say, about Midsummer, which we also went to the movies and seen together. Yes. There is a video essay on YouTube about how, and this is something I never thought about, and I just want to hear your thoughts. How, um, what's the, um, Ari is his name, right? Ari Aster. Yes, Ari Aster. Um, what is, uh, indoctrinated you into his movie? Yeah. Because, you know, like, or like brainwashed you is what I mean by that. Because by the end, we all left and we were like, you know what? <laughs> I forget her her name. What was her name? Um, Florence Pugh's character. Um, yes. Oh, I don't remember goodness. it either. I just need to know because I messed it up. But you were happy for her. Oh, for sure. We rooted for her. But when you think about it, she murdered her boyfriend. He spoiler. was a horrible guy. <laughs> but but still, like she did all of, all of this terrible stuff happen. Yeah, all yeah. of those people did all of this terrible stuff. But at the end, we're like smiling and we're like, you know what? Go you. But it was it was so terrible. So like at the end of the movie, she was smiling because these people made her feel like she had a family. Yeah. But they also did all of these horrible things to her family and her friends. Yeah. But it's just like so the the same thing that happened to her getting like brainwashed into this like cult-like thing happened to us. Do that you is, agree? Yes, I agree. I need to watch that video because yeah, that, that sounds really It blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. It is exactly what he did. Yeah, I was like, darn it. <laughs> he got us. <laughs> he did. He got us. IMBD. Her name was Danny. I should remember Danny. that. D-A-N-I, everybody. Yes. Okay, um, so, sorry, recommend Midsummer Haunting of Hill House, anything scary, you know, yeah, October's coming, up, coming up. Exactly. Woo, woo, woo. And then also, 
new show on Netflix that I'm very excited about with Sarah Paulson is Ratchet. I think it's like a prequel to the second season of American Horror Story. I might be wrong. Oh, um, but yeah, have you seen the previews for that? No, actually, I haven't. Ben! I know. What well, I need to know about this. When does it? I'm Googling it. Ratchet. Okay. I'll watch this yeah, trailer. When... Yes, watch the trailer. You know, you're going to do an hour later, obviously. Yeah, later. later. Not dirt. Not okay. <laughs> Just like, we'll wait. That could be fun. I could, we could do like, we could probably do an episode of us like reacting to trailers or a movie or a show or something. Yeah, we should. We should watch a movie like in commentary. our respective, yes, respective places. And then, oh, you want to do like watch it while. I was going to do like a live, but you, it? but we also Ooh. could do, a, we could do what you're saying too. And we each watch the movie and then come in and like the whole podcast, we talk about it. If it's worth like that much discussion. Oh yeah. We could do a live one. It might be a long episode, but yeah. I'm down for it. But also I don't, do I talk a lot during movies sometimes? Yeah. Let's not lie. You do. Okay. <laughs> also, um, and then one more thing and then I'm done. Okay. I got my birds aren't real. Yeah. I'm wearing t-shirt. my birds aren't real, aren't real shirt. Right now? Yeah. I wore mine this morning. That's so funny. <laughs> I love birds aren't real. Right there. I was going to post it on Instagram, but I was like, I don't think anybody knows what this is besides Ben. <laughs> and I don't want people to be like, what are you talking about? I don't want to explain it. But it brings me so much joy. They, it came with like this drone guide yeah. for all the different birds. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. And I also got a Bernie t-shirt. Oh, nice. <laughs> You're I bought great. his like official campaign T-shirt. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna wear that this weekend and hopefully piss some people off. Do it. <laughs> Birds aren't real is great, but it's definitely like I never want to explain it. Like I want <laughs> like if you go look up Birds Aren't Real, you'll either be like this is the best thing ever, or be like I don't get it. This is dumb, and that's all I need to know about you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a test. Yeah. It's great. Well, great stuff. Um, I don't have a ton of recommendations. So I I don't, I mean, it came out a while ago, but Taylor Swift is probably a whole discussion we could have as well. Mm-hmm. I really, not ironically, love her latest album, Folklore. It's, it's not ironically. Not ironically. <laughs> so I've never had like an issue with Taylor Swift. I've just, her stuff is not the music I would listen to, but mm-hmm. um, my fiance loves Taylor Swift. And her late, her album before, Lover, I really got into it. I was like, this is a good pop album. Like, there's some stuff on here. The singles were horrible. Like, there's some songs I don't like, but it was actually good. Um, and again, like, there are old country Taylor Swift songs that I definitely know the words to and are for sure jams. I won't lie. But Folklore is, like, sad and indie and more moody. And mm. I'm like, this is some stuff I can listen to. Um, and it's really good. So if people haven't checked it out yet, I do recommend it. Um, and you'll be like, whoa, this is not the Taylor Swift I expected. Um, I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. Do you have any quick thoughts on Taylor Swift? Do you have a real opinion of her? Uh, quick thoughts only. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she exists. Uh, I won't do her. Um, she, I liked Red. Is that, no, or maybe 1989? 1989 was she, probably my favorite before Lover. She had some before. jams. I'm not going to hold it against her. Hey. Like, she's not super for me um but yeah i liked blank space in that one of songs yeah that's on 1989 (laughs) 1989 yeah yeah uh but yeah that's only quick thoughts on her but fair yeah that's about it um the other two things wait i'm gonna look up yeah yeah. i'm looking it up um wildest dreams i like that song okay okay yeah yeah and the video sampled um, Into Africa with Meryl Streep, which I've never seen, but aesthetically is super pleasing to me, Ooh. even though it is a little problematic because of the safari connotations, which have colonial connotations, yes. but I'm not perfect, and I enjoy how it looks, so but fight me. Isn't that a whole discussion we need to have on uh, Beyonce's um, latest, like, extended yes. music video? <laughs> have you seen it? Oh, I love that extended music video. <laughs> That's what it was. Put her right? in her place. Put her in her place. It wasn't a movie. It was extended. <laughs> That's what it is, right? <laughs> uh, it was a feature film. Yeah, if you look it up, it says a film by Beyonce. <laughs> uh, 
but you know <laughs> way to put her in her place um have you seen it <laughs> no we talked about it and you were like you didn't tell me not to watch it but you definitely didn't hype it up to make me think i needed to go watch it anytime soon if, if you want to talk about it watch it and we okay. can talk about it okay i can do that but yeah <laughs> Um, okay, my last two recommendations. They're both just ridiculous comedies that I think kind of sum up like my type of humor. So the first is Community, which is on Netflix and got a like, when it first came out, it was an NBC show that nobody really cared about. And since coming <laughs> to Netflix, it's gotten more and more praise and like people following it. And it's just like, a ridiculous like genre bending uh type of sitcom it's got Mm -hmm. and the cast was like stacked at the time it was like not that they weren't that big but like allison brie um joel McHale, um donald glover who's the best character in the show for sure um and then it's got some like behind the scenes issues like um chevy chase chevy chase yeah dan Harmon is like he makes good stuff i guess but he can also be super problematic and he just seems like really annoying to work with um, wait Dan Harmon he does, his big things are community he's a writer and right yeah Which, oh is he problematic what has he done well maybe problematic I don't know if he's done anything like like worth talking about canceling but I think just he uh, is kind of like a jerk and like kind of selfish and um c- can be hard to work with but I don't so he's like Rick yeah yeah I think I think he does write himself into his stuff a lot um, which I've not really he watched also... a lot of Rick and Morty, to be honest. Oh, okay. I have watched it multiple times. I'm kind of embarrassed to say. Really? I wouldn't think you would be into it. I guess parts of it you'd be into, like the existentialism and some of the jokes and stuff. Yeah, no, I rather enjoy it. I've maybe watched really? like the first three seasons like six times. Then I got to get into it. <laughs> I trust I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that, but oh. no, I... It's funny. I like it. Yeah. I always thought it was like some weird guy thing. It does come across like that. Yeah. And I'm like, what is, what is this? And the pickle. Mm-hmm. But it's actually really good. I think the problem uh, is that the like fans of Rick and Morty are the are like the real are annoying. Are irritating. Issue. Yeah. yeah. But, like the show itself seems really good. It's just when I hear people talking about it, it makes me not want to watch it. Yeah. It just is like, ew, if you like it, why would I, you know? Oh, yeah. You know when someone tells you like, oh, you should check this out or do this. It's really cool. And. You're like, well, now I don't want to do it because I don't like you. <laughs> you ruined the yes. whole thing for me. So, yeah, that. I feel that way a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> also, just want to mention, he did Monster House. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's a good little movie. That is. And that's another October Halloween movie that you can watch. It is. Um, the last one I'll... I'll uh, I, can, I can save it for another time. Well, I'll just say, Other Space is like a super like unheard of show because it came out on yahoo's screening service which funny enough community's last season was pushed to yahoo screening service because nbc didn't really want it anymore um yahoo has a streaming service i don't know if it still does but it did question mark i think it's called (laughs) yahoo screen i might have been saying screening service i meant streaming oh oh okay gotcha i was like what yahoo screen I don't know any other shows besides that one season of Community and Other Space. But Other Space is so good. It was like an eight-episode mini show that mm-hmm. was like... It's like sci-fi stuff, but it's um, this... Yeah, I'm looking it up. Oh, it's, so it's created by um, Paul Feige. Um, who does, I know that name, too. Yeah. He does... Oh, he did... Um, or Paul Feige. High School music, Musical. Oh, okay. He's also did Bridesmaids and... Wait, did he? No. Maybe we're thinking different people. Paul Feig? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I'm thinking of someone else. Who did High School Musical? <laughs> he did Freaks and Geeks. He did Bridesmaids, Ghostbusters, the women one. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Yes. The one that <laughs> people don't like because women are in it. Yes, those those Which, people. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's a good movie, but to be like, women can't be Ghostbusters... I seen it. It 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 wasn't that good. Okay, well, you know that's fair, but <laughs> <laughs> but not because they were women, right? Because Paul Feig wrote it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. I have no hate against you, Sarah. I don't know you. <laughs> um, 
He also did a simple favor. Did you see that? Yeah, we can talk about that movie. I I was interested in that movie. It was not like any other movie I had seen for a while there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold I on, was... hold on. Sorry. Other finish. Ways. Yes. I, I just want to get through the quick. Synopsis. No, you're sorry. <laughs> um, the so it's uh-huh. like the these characters that are all ridiculous people um, are put on a ship and they think we'll be on like a quick mission and be coming back but they end up going like in the complete opposite direction they're supposed to and get lost in space basically and um, but it's like it's kind of that same like community rick and morty type of humor um mm. and the cast is also so uh karen sony um he's the taxi driver in deadpool if you've seen that movie yeah yeah i see yeah i see him yep so mm-hmm. he's the main guy and then milana van Trubb, who is the at&t commercial girl um and yeah she is great in it as well um it's like it's such a obscure show that i always love trying to get people to watch it because i'm like there's no way you know about this show on yahoo streaming but it's worth watching <laughs> and i'm just excited that yahoo had a streaming service and i never heard of it yes they won't they only have like like 20 oh no you're right it's shows. called screen it's called screen okay that's what she said yeah yes that is so funny. Did it ever, like, come out? Yeah, I don't even honestly know how you could watch it now. Like, you'd have to find some bootleg copies online. Um, other space watch. I don't know, but it's worth it if you can find it. YouTube might have some episodes, but... Oh, it's still saying that you need to download Yahoo, Yahoo Screen. screen. Yeah, I don't believe that Yahoo Screen exists anymore. <laughs> when was this written? April 15th, uh, 2015, excuse me. So, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> so, we cannot watch it. <laughs> <laughs> when did you watch it? Five years ago? Six years ago? No, I, um, I watched it in college. So, maybe it was like 2016, 2017. Um, oh, wow. And I think we did just find it on some streaming site like or not streaming site you know uh wait it will stream exclusively on dust i don't know what that is i don't either i don't know what dust is but this was published two months ago oh okay that's more recent dust is a streaming platform created exclusively for thought-provoking science fiction films dust is all what uh oh, i cannot read dust is also 100 percent free so watchdust.com. Yeah. You can catch um this stuff looks scary, but it's sci-fi. You can catch other space. Maybe I'll watch this uh, later. Yes. It's eight episodes. Some... Real quick. Like are they thirty minutes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, is that's eight hours, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, no no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I got for recommendations. And that is a podcast. Uh, Unless you have any closing thoughts, we can wrap this one up. Um, I want to close with a quote on my calendar, and it says, you can choose joy, but joy will not choose you. Joy doesn't care about you. <laughs> that's the message for today. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Well, it's been a great time talking to you, and we'll be back. Hopefully, we'll get to a more um, frequent schedule. But I don't be doing nothing, Ben. That's you. No, it is me. It is my fault. <laughs> I do apologize. Um, well, hopefully, next time uh, it'll be more frequent, and it'll be the same great fun, not super heavy show like always. So, bye super for late. now. Bye.